If you're struggling with losing some stubborn belly fat, I have really great news for you because today I'm gonna go over five of the biggest fat loss mistakes you're probably making that are preventing you from losing belly fat. And some of these mistakes may even be causing you to gain even more overall body fat and belly fat as well. You're gonna to wanna to pay close attention to this video because these mistakes are very common and so many of you are making these mistakes right now without even knowing it. This is most likely due to the fact that a lot of the mainstream knowledge that you've received over the years about how fat loss works turns out to be totally untrue. So let's jump right in and bust these myths so you can be on your way to losing more body fat and getting rid of that belly in no time. The first mistake that I wanna go over is simply counting calories without considering the impact that specific types of calories have on your body. A study that was done at the Garvin Institute of Medical Research in Australia found that not only was abdominal fat a strong marker for insulin resistance, but it may also be the major determining factor of insulin resistance. This is important to consider because certain foods will spike insulin more than others. If abdominal fat is linked to insulin resistance, we want to do everything we can to improve our insulin sensitivity. Typically, carbohydrates will have the biggest impact on your insulin levels. Protein will have a moderate impact, and fat will have the, the least, the smallest impact. Insulin is a hormone that prevents fat loss and encourages fat storage. This is why just lumping protein, carbs, and fats all into one category as calories can have a negative effect on your ability to lose belly fat. Not everyone's body will respond to all types of calories in the same way. Some people are able to eat tons of carbs and their body's very good at burning those carbs off. On the other hand, you have a lot of people that are very carb sensitive. If you're only counting calories right now, you should instead try some diet approaches that decrease insulin levels. Decreasing carbohydrate consumption is one of the best ways to lower insulin levels, but keep in mind, a really high intake of protein, especially dairy-based protein sources, can also shoot insulin levels way up. That's why one of the best ways you can lower insulin levels is by fasting. If you've never done fasting before, you can start with a 16-hour fast followed by an 8-hour feeding period. Once your body adapts, you can then move on to a 20-hour fast followed by a 4-hour feeding period. Then you could work your way to having only one meal per day and eventually into a 36-hour fast. Fasting is by far one of the best ways to lower insulin levels and to burn fat fast. The next mistake is not doing anything about controlling your cravings and your appetite. If you just try to force yourself into eating less and moving more, but you do nothing to satisfy your appetite, it's a matter of time before you give in, binge, and ruin all your hard work. There are two simple things you could do right away to reduce cravings and appetite. Number one, increase fiber intake. And number two, eat more vegetables. Vegetables will help fill your stomach up, and when you feel full, your appetite will drop significantly. Certain studies on fiber have also found that when you have a high fiber intake, some of the calories from other food that you're eating don't get absorbed. Researchers say that doubling fiber intake could reduce the amount of calories that you absorb by a substantial amount. It could even be reduced by as much as 130 calories. Another thing you can do is try to drink one to two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar diluted in water because studies have shown that the acetic acid found in apple cider vinegar could reduce your appetite. To decrease cravings, especially cravings for things like junk food, processed food, and sweets, one of the best things you could do is once again fasting. When you're used to eating high fructose corn syrup, artificial flavors, and added sugar, you desensitize the reward center of your brain. 
When you fast, you reset your palate and allow yourself to appreciate the taste and the satisfaction that you can get from real food. Fasting is not the only way to do this. You can also reset your palate by spending a few weeks only allowing yourself to eat real single ingredient food sources. Let's move on to the next very common mistake that most people, especially beginners, make. It's centered around this belief that there are some exercises that will directly burn your belly right off. This leads people into thinking that you have to do crunches to target the fat on your stomach and to burn it off. So what you find is a bunch of people at the gym trying to lose belly fat by moving from one ab machine to the next, which, by the way, those machines aren't even all that effective at working your abs to begin with. But even if they were super effective, you have to keep in mind that by working abs, you're just building more ab muscle. It's not doing anything for the fat that sits on top of your abs, and without burning that layer of fat, you won't see any improvements in your abdominal definition. Now, I'm not saying to stop doing crunches. You can do crunches. You could still work on improving your abs, but don't do crunches to lose belly fat. It's impossible to target fat burn. Fat comes off the whole body as one unit, and unfortunately, we can't pick where we'll lose fat from first and where we'll lose fat from last. In fact, fat loss tends to happen in the most distal areas, like your hands and your feet and your face, and then it works its way closer to the center and the midline of your body to burn fat from areas like our stomachs, our love handles, and our hips. Feeling the burn when you do crunches is just the result of putting stress on your abs. It doesn't change the fat loss process. To burn belly fat, your best bet is to concentrate on losing overall body fat. After enough time of maintaining a proper diet and proper workout plan, your body will choose to use the fat stores around your midsection. The next mistake is focusing too much on cardio and not enough on weight training. This is a mistake that people make in regard to fat loss in general. The idea that cardio is for losing weight and burning fat while weights are only for building muscle has been around for a very long time now. However, it's not true for a couple reasons. One of the reasons why it's not true is because of hormones like insulin. High insulin levels can cause weight gain and can prevent fat loss. Of course, the best way to reduce and manage insulin levels is with a good diet, but studies show that resistance training can also dramatically help with increasing insulin sensitivity. And that's exactly what we want for fat loss. We want to be more insulin sensitive rather than more insulin resistant. Testosterone is another hormone that resistance training can help increase. And testosterone is very important for fat loss and for building muscle tissue. Another thing to keep in mind is, like I said earlier, carbohydrates are considered the most insulinogenic out of the three macronutrients. And once they enter your body, they're broken down into glucose. Your body will refill depleted glucose stores in your muscles and your liver before storing extra glucose as fat. By performing resistance training and by building more muscle, you increase the amount of glucose your muscles can store and by doing that, you prevent spillover into your fat cells. Also, weight training is one of the best ways to deplete your glycogen stores because it's an intense anaerobic activity relying primarily on carbohydrates for fuel. By depleting your so-called gas tank of carbs, you have more room to refill that tank when you eat without spilling over into fat storage. So bottom line, if you're trying to burn belly fat by only sticking to cardio, I'm not saying you should stop doing cardio, but what I am saying is that you should definitely incorporate at least three days of solid weight training into your routine every week. The last mistake, and probably the biggest mistake, is not following through. Seriously, pay attention. So many times we say, I'm gonna do a diet and I'm gonna lose all this fat, and then three days later, we're no longer on that diet. 
we've quit and we've eased our way right back into our old lazy habits. And then we blame the diet or the workout plan or the gym when it's really our own fault. Almost any diet plan that you actually stick to 100% consistently will work. Consistent actions and behaviors over time determine what you will look like today, next week, next month, and next year. However, dieting is difficult and there isn't much preventing you from normally backing out. That's why it's so important for you to create these conditions for yourself. One of the best things you can do is allow someone to hold on to something valuable of yours until you do what you said you were gonna do. You can have a close friend hold on to money and tell them that if you follow through and hit your goal, they have to give it back, but not to give it back to you until you do. If this is a substantial amount of money, you'll do everything you can to stay consistent and you'll actually stick to the plan. There are other ways to do this as well. You can also buy expensive clothes that don't fit right now and leave them out in front of your mirror with a commitment to fit into them. I know this may not sound like a secret hack to lose weight, but after working with literally thousands of clients and opening multiple gyms, I've realized that the most important factors for burning fat and losing weight are all psychological ones in your mind. That's it for today, guys. I hope this video has helped you out, and if it has, make sure you subscribe to my channel to enjoy more free content. Also, if you'd like a push in the right direction and some help with the psychological aspect of losing that belly fat, try my six-week challenge where, on average, my clients are losing 20 pounds or 5% body fat in only six weeks. The structure of our challenge was set up to tackle the psychological hurdles that have constantly made you quit and give up in the past. You'll get a workout plan, a diet plan, and an accountability coach to mentor you and guide you through the entire process. They'll encourage you when you feel like you wanna quit and make sure that you do your part all the way through. The best part is that as long as you follow through and do your part, you can get the entire challenge for free. To find out more, you can click the link below or you can just visit my website directly at gravitytransformation.com. See you guys soon. Pump it.